Welcome everyone back to the Guys Be Guys podcast. Yesterday we started down our road, or our, the Proverbs road. Uh, today we're going to be diving into Proverbs 2 and a little bit of recap of yesterday. So we saw the we saw the introduction. We saw uh, we saw how Solomon is credentialed. We see that God has given him and bestowed upon him wisdom unimaginable. We saw the call of wisdom and why we should be pursuing it. And today we're going to be diving a little bit more into the value of wisdom. So Proverbs 2, uh, we have our guest, not guest, but kind of co-host at this point, Matthew. He's back. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, so we're going we're gonna to dive right right back into it. So I'll read through 10. You can round us out. Sounds good. I'm a co-host. Wow. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go right into it. Hey, you're more awake than I am. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> my son, if you receive my words and treasure my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding. If you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find knowledge of God. The Lord gives wisdom for his mouth from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you, delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech, who forsake the paths of the uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. Who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perverseness of evil men whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways so you will be delivered from the forbidden woman from the adulteress with her smooth words who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her god for her house sinks down to death and her paths to the departed none who go to her come back nor do they regain the paths of life so you will walk in the way of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will inhabit the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. Okay. Pretty powerful stuff, not gonna lie. That's right, so there's a couple common themes here. So one is that Solomon having, so he he's kind of foretold the destruction of those who uh, are kind of, I don't know, obstinate. Mm. He is making a plea to those willing to be taught, and he shows that 
the means of knowledge and grace that God's knowledge and grace which they seek if they seek it diligently they they will obtain it he shows the advantage and then he also kind of he he shows he shows the advantage that it will give them over the snares of evil men and against evil women it would and it would keep them and direct them welcome everyone back to the guys be guys podcast yesterday we started down our road or our, the proverbs road uh, today we're going to be diving into proverbs 2 and a little bit of recap of yesterday so we saw the we saw the introduction we saw uh, we saw how Solomon is credentialed. We see that God has given him and bestowed upon him wisdom unimaginable. We saw the call of wisdom and why we should be pursuing it. And today we're going to be diving a little bit more into the value of wisdom. So Proverbs 2, uh, we have our guest, not guest, but kind of co-host at this point matthew he's back hello hello <laughs> yeah so we're gonna we're gonna dive right right back into it so i'll read through 10 you can round us out sounds good i'm a co-host wow yes sir <laughs> okay all right let's go right into it hey you're more awake than i am yeah that's true <laughs> my son if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding. If you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, for his mouth from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding he stores up wisdom for the upright he is a shield to those who walk in integrity guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity every good path for wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul discretion will watch over you Understanding will guard you, delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech, who forsake the paths of the uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perverseness of evil, men whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. So you will be delivered from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house sinks down to death, and her paths to the departed. None who go to her come back, nor do they regain the paths of life. So you will walk in the way of the good, and keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will inhabit the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, 
and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. Okay. Pretty powerful stuff, I'm not going to lie. That's right, so there's a couple common themes here. So one is that Solomon having, so he he's kind of foretold the destruction of those who uh, are kind of I don't know obstinate. Mm. He is making a plea to those willing to be taught and he shows that the means of knowledge and grace that God's knowledge and grace, which they seek, if they seek it diligently, they, they will obtain it. He shows the advantage, and then he also kind of, he, he shows, he shows the advantage that it will give them over the snares of evil men and against evil women. It would, and it would keep them and direct them in the way of good men. So really it's a, a call to action of sorts after we first explain the details of what this wisdom looks like in Proverbs 1, right? And you're kind of just saying in Proverbs 2, it's more talking about like, hey, if you if you were to seek this out, it outlines kind of what will take place or what's gonna happen in your own life when like compared to these other ones, like for example, those who forsake the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, verse thirteen. It more or less outlines the result of seeking out the wisdom of God, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it, it does. It, it more outlines it, and it also if we're seeking Christ, if we're seeking God, if we're seeking if we're making our ear attentive to wisdom, and inclining our hearts to understanding, like verse 2 says, mm -hmm. that you kind of see it all the way through, kind of like verse 9. Mm-hmm. Then we will have un then we will understand righteous and justice and equity in every good path. For wisdom mm -hmm. will come over us, discretion will watch over us, delivering us from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech, from men who rejoice in doing evil, and so and all of that, from all men whose path are cro are crooked. And will be delivered from the forbidden woman, the adulteress, the one with smooth words. By seeking wisdom, by avoiding bad counsel, by avoiding bad companionship, he will give us godly men, mentors, peers. We will walk in the way of good. We'll stay on that path. Mm 
The upright will inhabit the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. Verse 21. It will, we, we will foster, and we will, what's the word? It's really early in the morning. Uh, we will thrive. <laughs> there you go. We will thrive in wise counsel. While foolishness, evil, debauchery, it's its own pity party. And it will ultimately succumb down to death. It'll be rooted out. So that is kind of what, kind of an overview of chapter two. Yeah. It's pretty simple. And it's cool to kind of see like I mean these first couple chapters are very tight because it's like a father mm -hmm. speaking to his son mm -hmm. it's like we see all the way back in chapter one this is why so this is why I am I'm charging you read this I'm gathering I, I'm saying the wise come and hear this young men take this because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fools despise wisdom and instruction. Hear what your father has to say. It's it's that it's the it's the loving relationship between a son and father mentality, mm -hmm. trying to train him up, saying stay strong. Yeah, it's and through chapter two, we, we see he's not only saying, hey, son, go be wise, make a wise decision. No, he's telling him how. He's telling him why. He's telling him what to avoid. Yeah, he's giving him details because he knows, like, hey, there is a way to do this. It's not just wander off and, I don't know, you'll find wisdom and you'll take hold of it and you'll avoid all this other stuff. It's saying, like, look, this is what you got to do. And this is what you need to avoid, which is pretty nice to have some of these guidelines. Obviously, we don't have every single step. It's not like you wake up at this time in the morning, you avoid doing this and this and this. It's pretty nice, though, to have some of these basic guidelines and understanding in just overall context to help us understand what it means to seek out wisdom and what it means to avoid men whose paths are crooked verse 15 or to be delivered how we can be delivered from the way of evil for men of perverted speech verse 12 all of that stuff it's it's um it's quite astounding the level of depth that the bible has if you take your time with it and you don't just skim through it definitely and I have before me actually here the Matthew Henry commentary. Ah, there you go. And it actually has a cross re reference to the New Testament. Okay. And First Peter two. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander, like newborn infants long for, sp long for the pure spiritual milk. That by it you may grow up into salvation. Basically what that's saying is that we must bathe 
the pursuit of wisdom in prayer. Mm. Bathe it. Mm-hmm. We long for, like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk so that we may grow up into salvation. We may grow in wisdom. We may grow in Christ. The way that we do that is by is to be in p- prayer, to cry after knowledge. We are ready to we, we're re- we're ready to put it all on the line to grow in wisdom, to to pursue that. If we're like, oh, wisdom's going to be something I grow in my pastime, then mm. now you're hitting the nail on the head. That that's not that's not wisdom. You don't grow passively in wisdom. You, mm-hmm. Wisdom doesn't come with age. Knowledge comes with age. Wisdom comes with intentional discipleship and growth and study of God's statutes, plans, and ultimately his order and sovereign will. Well, I mean, yeah, for sure. Proverbs 2, 3, and 4. Let's read this really quick. Because this ties into what you're saying. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding. So stop right there. You have to call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding. Remember, this is talking about seeking out wisdom. It's saying, like, you really got to be vocal about wanting to gain that wisdom. Verse 4, if you seek it like silver, okay, and search for it as for hidden treasures, meaning... You need to be searching everywhere for this. You need to be seeking this out. Yeah, it's going to take effort. Yeah, it's going to take, you know, like you said, you can't just be passive about it. It's going to take actual intensive thought towards it. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because (laughs) seeking out God, giving your whole life to God, being intentful with God, taking time out of your day for God, some people are like, oh, that's just kind of a well, waste of time. I have other things I could do. You truly understand what it means to live a life for God in that way and to always be seeking him out? It's going to change you, man. It's going to change every part of you. But no, I 100% agree. You, you can't just be sitting around, laying back in your lawn chair. You know, you got a drink in your hand, sunglasses, you're tanning. And just saying, hey, wisdom's going to come to me. That's not how it's going to work. Yeah, you, you can't.